Good morning, everyone. Glad to have you here today. And you know the routine. Go ahead and get your Bible and turn with me to the 66th Psalm. And as you're doing that, uh, ask you to multitask and go ahead and uh, like and share uh, the video this morning. And um, that will be a big, um, big help. So 66 Psalm, we're picking up uh, this morning in the uh, 13th verse, and we're going through the uh, through the end of the chapter and uh, covering a lot of material. And uh, the reason covering so much um, is this is a, uh, a shift. 13 marks a uh, shift in the uh, nature uh, of the psalm. And the first 12 verses are... A, uh, a a congregational song, one that was meant to be sung uh, by the uh, by the nation. Uh, the last verses, uh, the last section, thirteen down, uh, are all uh, personal. Uh, you'll notice uh, again in verse thirteen. Well, um, just um, for example, in verse eight. Um, you see it says, bless our God. Um, and so you see plural uh, words there at the end of verse uh, 10. Thou hast tried us, uh, verse 11, thou brought us. Uh, now in verse 13, you notice uh, this shift where he says, I will go into thy house. I will pray, uh, pay thee my vows. And so uh, it is a shift here uh, that uh, has taken place as he has, uh, what I like to think happened is as he has uh, encouraged uh, the people uh, to uh, rejoice and to praise God for his uh, help and his deliverance. Uh, it has moved him personally. And I think that's a good picture uh, for us of, of worship in general, uh, even today that we come in uh, to, uh, to the church into a worship service uh, as, a, uh, as a group. And uh, what takes place in that worship service uh, collectively uh, in the, with the church gathered uh, should then spur in us uh, worship and praise as we go out uh, individually. And so uh, I think that's a, a picture, uh, again, for us uh, to remember uh, how, uh, again, the corporate worship stirred uh, the psalmist toward uh, individual worship. And so um, beginning in verse 13, he says, I will go into thy house with burnt offerings. I will pay thee my vows, uh, which my lips have uttered and my mouth has spoken when I was in trouble. I will offer uh, unto thee burnt sacrifices of fatlings uh, with the incense of rams. I will offer bullocks with goats, uh, silah. Uh, and so the first thing uh, that uh, the psalmist uh promises here or uh, says to God is evidently uh, during uh, the the time of trouble um, he had made um, he had made promises uh, to uh, to bring sacrifices uh, to the temple sacrifices uh, to the Lord for delivering uh, the nation and so now uh, he uh, has stood up before the people, uh, made a commitment, if you remember uh, in uh, the, the verses, um, 
uh, he, he made a commitment to, uh, to his vows, uh, and now he's personally uh, declaring to, to keep those promises. Um, and, and this is where he would be bringing, uh, again, offerings of, uh, of doves or, uh, he says here, fatlings, which, um, again, were, um, it is what it is. It's a fat animal. It's a healthy animal, uh, not picking a sick one out of the flock, rams, uh, bulls, goats. And so uh, he is going to honor uh, those uh, commitments uh, that, Lord, when this is over, I'm going to go and uh, I'm going to offer sacrifices. And so he makes um he he's making good uh, on those commitments, and the question may be, well, uh, what, uh, where does that fit in with us? What difference does that make uh, for uh, Christians? We don't do uh, burnt offerings. We don't do sacrifices uh, like that. Uh, and so, again, uh, let me see if I can kind of relate that. What, what the sacrifices he's talking about uh, making here would be, uh, as he says in uh, verse 13, burnt offerings. Uh, and again, burnt offering uh, was uh, different than other sacrifices uh, that they made uh, at the temple because at a burnt offering, uh, the entire animal uh, was sacrificed. And uh, the other sacrifices, if you go back and you read uh, through the the law, uh, you find that in some instances they were able uh, to keep part of the, the meat back for themselves, for their family, uh, but more often than not, part of the animal uh, went back uh, went to the priest to provide food. Uh, since the priests weren't allowed to work, uh, this was a way of feeding the priest. And what uh, these sacrifices represent uh, by offering the entire animal is uh, is total dedication, uh, total commitment, total sacrifice uh, to the Lord. Uh, and so, again, uh, the other thing about this uh, these offerings that you'll notice uh, is by offering uh, fatlings and rams and bullocks and goats. These are um, the 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 upper. <laughs> You know the the upper uh, echelon of sacrifices. Uh, this um, again, this wasn't uh, doves or um, other uh, animals. This was uh, the very best, and so he's giving all uh, of the very best. And so, as we read this psalm, I think. Um, uh, again, that simple uh, lesson of the sacrifices uh, is a uh, message for you and I today that we uh, we give God all and we give God the best. Um, if uh, if and we don't know the background of this psalm, uh, but it's obvious again that God had delivered um, Israel, delivered the people from some uh, circumstance, and because of that, uh, the psalmist is offering. Uh, these animals uh, as a complete total sacrifice. Well, um, again, the question may be, well, how does that affect us? Well, uh, the fact is God uh, has delivered us in multiple ways, uh, but most importantly, if you're a child of God, uh, he has saved you. He sent his son to die for you. Uh, and so our response should be total uh, commitment uh, to him. 
uh, that we, uh, we may not sacrifice animals, uh, but we do make a sacrifice. We totally uh, commit ourselves uh, to the Lord. Uh, and the psalmist goes on then, uh, and he, because of this, he makes a commitment, he makes a promise uh, to be a, a better uh, example, a better witness uh, for the Lord. He says in verse 16, Come and hear, all ye that fear God, and I will declare what he hath done for my soul. I cried to him with my mouth, and he was extolled with my tongue. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. But verily, God hath heard me. He hath attended the voice uh, of my prayers. And so uh, the psalmist, his second commitment is not only uh, that he's going to uh, offer up his sacrifices, his uh, honor, his vows, uh, but that he's going to tell other people uh, about God. And he starts that uh, right here in this psalm, come and hear. And he goes on then in verse 17, says, I cried, uh, and he was extolled with my tongue. Uh, and, and so he is um, encouraging people uh, to look at his situation, uh, to look at his example uh, as how God had intervened uh, and delivered uh, for him. Uh, he goes on uh, then in verse 18, says, if I regard iniquity in my heart, uh, he will not hear me. He goes on to say uh, that uh, part of my commitment, part of my uh, part of my witness is going to be uh, a clean heart uh, in in me. Uh, he knows that any sin, um, any sin in his life is going to hinder uh, his relationship uh, with uh, the Lord, and and so uh, he's part of his testimony is to uh, be sure that his life uh, is what it should be. Uh, and then he ends this by saying, but verily God hath heard me. He hath attended the voice uh, of my prayer. Uh, and so he finishes by saying, uh, I know God has heard me. Uh, God has paid attention uh, to, uh, to my prayer. And uh, I guess kind of as the, 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 cherry on top, uh, he says, blessed be God, uh, which hath not turned away my prayer, nor his mercy from me. Uh, so David, that's David, I knew I would do it. I made it almost to the end before I said David wrote the psalm. Uh, the psalmist, uh, since we don't know who wrote this psalm, uh, finishes uh, with a uh, another promise here uh, that he will continue uh, to praise God, that he's not going to, uh, just because now he is out of uh, that uh, situation, whatever it was in, whatever the nation, uh, problem the nation found themselves in, uh, that he's not going to, uh, he, you know, now that things are better, uh, he's going to uh, continue uh, to praise the Lord. And what we, uh, as we uh, wrap up now this uh, psalm, what we have in, uh, in, in this whole psalm, uh, when you take it, and, and I realize we broke it into a couple little bite-sized bits, uh, but when you take the whole psalm and you put it together, uh, what we have is a psalmist here uh, who is praising God for his deliverance 
and committing himself uh, to continue uh, to serve the Lord uh, because of God's faithfulness, because of uh, what he's uh, what he has done. Uh, and so the, the, the example for you and I today, uh, again, is we may not offer up the sacrifice of uh, goats and rams, but um, every day uh, God delivers us. Every day we open our eyes, every day we uh, every day that he gives us is a blessing. Um, and uh, as I mentioned uh, previously, uh, we a lot of times we, we thank God for the great uh, things he has done. We, we thank him when he heals us, protects us, those visible things. Uh, but the reality is every day, uh, again, God does more for us than we notice. Uh, most of what God does for us goes unseen and often uh, unacknowledged. Uh, and so the psalmist is teaching us here, uh, I think, to be careful uh, that in all that we do, in all of our circumstances, that we uh, are giving uh, God the praise and the glory uh, for his protection, uh, that we deal with sin. I can't skip over uh, verse uh, 12 too lightly, or excuse me, verse 18 uh, too quickly, where he says, if I regard iniquity in my heart, he will not hear me. Um, we deal with our sin. Uh, we get that out of our life uh, because we understand that it damages our relationship uh, with God, and we are constantly recalling uh, and sharing uh, the good things, the blessings uh, that God has put into uh, our life. Uh, I, I think um, I'm, I'm going to hurry through here, but I think one of the things that would uh, benefit the name of God, benefit the church, uh, help expand uh, the cause of Christ in our culture, um, probably much more more than most anything else we could do uh, would be to have uh, a, a song of praise, have uh, a, a thankful heart uh, that others can see. And I'm not just talking about uh, in church. Uh, in fact, I'm talking about the opposite at work in the community, uh, that we were a grateful, thankful people uh, acknowledging the goodness and the blessings and protection uh, that God provides for us uh, each and every day. All right, I hope that challenges your heart to be a little more grateful uh, and to be a little more vocal and uh, that uh, we'll share with the world what God has done. All right, you have a good day, and uh, we will see you back here first thing tomorrow morning.